Good day everyone. This is something to rant about with Uju Crescentia. Do you think Nigeria can be better again or what do you think is the problem of Nigeria? On my own part, I think the problem of Nigeria has to do with tribalism. Lots of people say the problem might be um, the politics, the government and all of that. Moving on, tribalism has to do with um, a particular tribe in support of their own tribe and so therefore they're against other tribes and however they operate. Why I said this is the cause of Nigeria problem is because I came to realize that I, I, try, I decided to look into the deeper picture of this whole um, Nigeria and um, underdevelopment issue and all of that, but the economic underdevelopment and all of that. And I came to realize that even if tomorrow, yeah, everybody has been saying we need a youth for leader, we need a this for leader, we need a woman, let's try new things. But I don't think that is where the problem is from. The problem of Nigeria starts with we, the Nigerians. Lot, um, people always say, everyone, everyone, like almost everyone I know, always say that the problem is from the government. But who are the governments? We are the governments, right? Moving on to why I said tribalism is the problem of Nigeria. I remember during the um, Buhari's second tenure and during the whole election stuff, when he was contesting again everyone already was already um tired of him no one wanted him to be on seas and all of that people were complaining but i came to realize one thing i don't know if this is people that were already that were being paid by the government or if this was actually genuine like i came to realize that those in the northern part of nigeria were totally in support of Buari. They felt he was their own person. And since he's an outsider, or whatever, Fulani, whatever he is, he's still one of them. Since he's one of them, he's going to represent them even more. I'm coming because I have lots of points to give as to why I said tribalism is actually the problem with Nigeria. So that was why most of the Northern Asia, they chose Buari over other candidates for the election. And I noticed something, yeah, minus the fact that the Northerners had has more population than other tribes and all of that. I noticed that during the time, yeah, of um, Billy Goodluck Jonathan, he made a mistake. And this was because he was trying to solve the tribalism problem in Nigeria or knowing to him that the tribalism problem cannot just be solved like that. That is why the Igbos keep fighting for Biafra, they want to leave. And this Biafra stuff, I don't think it can ever happen. Like, Biafra cannot happen. Biafra cannot happen because somehow, yeah, Nigeria is still under colonialism indirectly not even somehow we are still under colonialism indirectly so we still um, get things from london we still get things from the uk we still get things from the us we still do almost everything we are solely reliant on um, western world western culture so we are still um depending on them for almost everything we need so therefore they still have an upper hand in nigeria they still have a final say in nigeria so they must have thought about this if nigeria divides and the um, biafra forms out of nigeria it's going to cause a big problem because nigeria is like their market where they get money because there is enough money in nigeria but the problem why we're not noticing it is because of the western those western worlds are actually using us 
those western countries are actually using us for their own benefit so they will never ever sit and watch nigeria economy grow like grow higher than theirs knowing so well that we are still depending on them moving on yeah so the um the westerners the um uk because i like using the uk because they are a major colonialist so the british yeah but i think they're now the uk so the queen and all her people they actually yeah still have the upper hand and the upper say in nigeria and knowing that if nigeria stops becoming nigeria if biafra now comes out from nigeria like the Igbo people now come out from nigeria it's going to be a big um fall on the economy on the wealth and gdp and everything there's going to be serious deflation in nigeria it's going to affect them too not even about nigerians because we're already suffering here so we are kind of used to it but you see them there it's going to really affect them knowing so well that um i'm not trying to be biased anyway knowing so well that the Igbos are actually the one who um would I say uh, has the upper hand in terms of um, wealth, in terms of bringing money, in terms of business and all of that. So by the time the Igbo um, comes out from Nigeria and forms their own and form their own country, Biafra is really going to affect um, those Western countries. Even the US is going to affect all of them. So that is why they are never in support of this. And the mistake we made in 1967, yeah, was going back knowing so well well we didn't have an idea they didn't have an idea because i was not born then they didn't have an idea they went back to this um uk to this british people to ask for supplies biafra went to ask for supplies for ammunitions from them like if only we had known that they were actually linking they were working hand in hand with nigeria they didn't want the Igbo people to actually separate like you have an injury and you're just adding salt on top of the injury so it doesn't even make sense and this was what we didn't understand this was what we didn't understand then but i'm sure we understand it now so that's what i'm saying nigeria can never be divided it can never be divided as long as we are still depending on the uk forever we want and western countries whatever we want so what i was saying about tribalism back to what i was saying about tribalism tribalism will always be there because i remember good luck jonathan's time he was trying to erase the whole tribalism stuff to show that everybody were all one that even though he's from Bayesa, because even though he was from Bayesa, the Igbos were still discriminating some of them were like ah but his name ebele ebele is an Igbo name and they loved it and they liked it but even even with that yeah the by the um the northerners and the um and the those in the western region were not happy with this at all they were against him mostly the northerners mostly the northerners they call him dumb they call him slow they called him also the names and he just kept enduring and enduring and enduring then the, the mistake he made that made him to crumble like he lost support of everybody in nigeria including those from bayesa and those from um, the eastern region was the fact that he left other states just to prove that he doesn't feel he doesn't believe in tribalism or he's trying to bring everybody as one he left other states even his own state by he left it and he went all the way to the northern states and was creating and was um, building schools infrastructures helping them with their agri and all the facilities they were going to use for the for the agriculture or whatever he left us 
he left the whole Nigeria, in fact. He left all of us to suffer and die because he felt that he had more opposition from the northern states and he was actually going there to show them that he loves them, he's with them, there's nothing like tribalism, even though he's an, he's an um, Igbo by a sad man, um, he's still in support of them and all of that. And he thought that he was doing something right, right? Meanwhile, he was losing the favor of us, of we, both the Westerners, the Easterners, the um, southeast or whatever he was losing interest of all of us and we were just watching then came the time for election yeah and um he was sitting there waiting for the northerners to come and support him and these northerners that he had sacrificed all and all at the detriment of his own people yeah the all backstabbed him despite everything he did for them they all left him and they voted Buari. And we too, we were already against him at that, at that time. So we abandoned him too. And we thought Buari, you know, he had ruled before. And he, though he ruled foul, he ruled in a very rubbish way. But we still, we, we still thought that, okay, maybe he might do something. And besides, we don't see any opposition. We had already given up on good luck. Because good luck made a great mistake that made him crumble. So we went, uh, everybody was voting for Buari. I remember the days of the election, inside buses, inside um, taxis, everybody was discussing, we can't vote, um, good luck, good luck is too dull. Good luck left us, he abandoned us, he's not even helping his people, he's this one, is that one. And everybody was saying, oh, vote for Buari, he has ruled before, though as a military man, but he's going to rule well now. Military is what, is what fits Nigeria. Military is what, I was just looking at them. I didn't say anything. I remember my uncle then, my uncle was always saying it. He always wanted wanted everybody to support him. He kept saying, ah, Buari, this one, this one, this one. But the person, the one person that didn't support him was my auntie. She was like, no, that she's seen something wrong in him. Like, one's a military, always a military. Like, there's nothing. And he actually proved, Buari actually proved himself very well. Not that he has not been proving it, but he proved himself like blank in a, in a white sheet of paper. He showed us who he really was or who he really is in the um, Lekito Gate massacre. That was when I understood that, yes, this is him. He has let, and, and, and he has let the cat out of the bag. And what happened at the Lekito Gate is not even a serious um, revolution. Now come and imagine if a revolution starts, we are all dead he's just going to um import um because i heard from the lucky Togate massacre he imported um guns and bullets from um syria he's going to import from russia directly when the revolution starts and he will just bomb all of us and just we'll just die like that and so he will know that he's the only one left in this country to do whatever he wants to do and another thing i noticed about that lucky massacre yeah I sh- i'm sure i'm not the only one who noticed this we were still going to ask those Western, Western countries that are gaining from us. Isn't that madness? We are still going to ask them. And finally, when the CNN or whatever they are, when they finally, is it BBC? BBC for UK or something. When they finally responded was when the whole matter had dissolved. Pretending not to know what they're doing. They're all, they're all in this together. They can't sideline. They can't support the government. And they can't support us. Because if they support the government, we're going to know whose side they're on. And if they support us, the government is going to withdraw everything that they're getting from Nigeria. So you see how it is, how it is going in this country. 
So after the, the election time, we voted Buhari, and Buhari became the president. Even the Northerners were happy. The Northerners that Goodluck Jonathan was trying to please, they were happy that we had already um, voted their people, their person. That's the stupid thing. They were not looking at the brighter picture that, oh, good luck, he's actually a good man. He's actually doing this to show us that there's no, we don't want tribalism. We don't want this again in our country. They were not looking at that. They were looking at, we need to put our own man. We need to just put our own person. We need someone that represent us. And this is how Nigeria is going to keep going and going and going and going. We are going to keep putting our own person, keep thinking that that is the solution but that is not the solution but we can never change i don't i really don't know when nigeria is going to be better anyway but only god in heaven maybe my hundred hundred tieth generation is going to witness this anyway so it's is it's actually not the government yeah it's actually tribalism because even if buhari gets out of state tomorrow another election right everybody will people will not be looking at oh let me put someone who can actually serve let me put someone who can well, they're looking for let me put somebody who can actually represent my con my state sorry who can actually represent me say ah do you know that ah someone from um um um, um uh, if i use emo state now it seems like i'm always using emo state Let's just say someone from Abia State, someone from Umuahia is coming out for election. All the Umuahia people will come aside and vote for that, that person. Even though the person is a bad person, they don't care. They will come aside and vote. And that is this tribalism stuff I'm talking about. Speaking about government and uh, the underdevelopment in Nigeria, it's even far. Let's start from our locality. Let's start from home. Let's say charity begins at home, right? When it comes to marriage, an Igbo man does not want his daughter to marry um, a Yoruba man. A Yoruba man does not want his daughter to marry an Aosa um, um, uh, man. Or they start discriminating in terms of food. Then this food, oh, Aosa people food is always, they can't cook soup. Um, Yoruba food is always peppery and oil, oily. Igbo food is always this, is always that. There's always something to talk, talk about. So there's always something that they're always comparing with others. If an Aosa man talks, oh, Aosa people. If Yoruba talk, mm, Aosa pet, um, Yoruba person. If Igbo talk, mm, Igbo man, Igbo like money. Yoruba, they are dirty. Aosa, they are, they are dirty too. The tribalism is actually within us. And this tribalism stuff is affecting us from all angles. Knowing so well that we're already stuck in this, we cannot separate because even if we separate the tribalism stuff will still be okay because even within the Igbos we are hearing um Igbo um Eboni people behave like this Abakeleke um Anambra behave like this Imo states ah Imo states people they behave like this Abia Abia behave like this even within we the Igbos so the mistake that happened in Nigeria is actually from the 1914 amalgamation the rubbish i don't know the rubbish man called lord lugar or whatever and his wife his rubbish wife they made a mistake they are aware of what they did that you cannot join people of different languages different cultures we had our different traditions like the Alsas had their own way had their own king and whatever i think the Alsas were the I'm not, I'm not being biased, I'm being specific. Like, if you go back to history, you're going to see this. The Alsace were, the, uh, were illiterate, like, they were, they were the easiest to convince. The Yorubas were educated, were the educated ones. The Igbos were the business-inclined ones. We didn't even, um, the Igbos didn't even have um, um, one 
ruler of the whole Igbo land. We just have maybe chiefs and all of that. We all had our things and we were doing fine. Then these people just came from nowhere and they decided to join everybody together. Knowing so well it was going to bring forth bad fruits. And now they did this. The same reason why they still don't want us to separate here. Yeah? They did this with the purpose of, uh, let's just stay there. After all, what we need them for is market. And if we join them together, we don't have to go from here to go from here, go from here. We know it's one country we're coming to. They did it for their own selfish gain. And we now in return, we are now the ones suffering the whole thing. Till now, it's still going on. Till now, we are still under colonialism. Like everybody even knows. We ourselves, we know. We came to realize we were under colonialism ever since the oil boom period ever since we transferred from agriculture to oil we realized that you know what we are still under colonialism all this thing is just trash in 1970 i guess all this thing is just trash like we're wasting what are we wasting our time with safe because everything whatever we make whatever we have we actually we actually take it abroad yeah to refine and then bring it back or to refine and then they sell it to us see i see people um living in nigeria running away from nigeria i won't blame them I won't blame them because they can't even they don't even know where to start they've thought about all these things and they are just confused like they don't know where to start they just want to gain their sanity because the more they stay here the more they get angry and angry and angry now you say ah but why are you living in nigeria now those from abroad they are seeing money here and they are coming here do you know that even we ourselves where the tribal the tribalism just stops within us when it comes to those people by the time we just see any white man any single white man that just comes to nigeria for us eh, that man is heaven and earth i don't i really don't know why if i go for an interview and maybe among the candidates are white um people i can tell you that if i'm the only black girl there i'm never going to get that job because they feel what what does this girl know whites are still better than blacks so they're going to choose the white person for their own reason so the whites are actually committing nigeria and we nigerians are actually living and so people are saying ah nigerians are living that's stupidity that's madness that's this one but the whites are coming here because they are making it here more than we like they can easily convince us and we'll just you know follow them and believe them but we ourselves to convince our own self trust issues we just hate each other i really don't understand why we actually prefer other people from western countries than here you can actually go to um you can go to let me use ShopRite, might go for shopping or something and by the time they hear your intonation and sound your accent has a very very nice flavor to it it's a twisted accent everybody wants to answer you like everybody wants to talk to you like yes ma oh what do you want uh, you just came back from the state yeah you just did this one you just did that one but by the time you call with your nigeria accent they will just be looking at you mostly this happens mostly not even shop right this happens in banks it happens in banks in nigeria they actually respect those with the accent more than those without you can go there and be speaking spirit 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 for them and they'll just ask they'll answer you fast like fast i don't know why though we actually think other tribes to be superior other um countries i mean to be superior than us and that's and that's the problem that's the tribalism problem we only have tribalism issues within ourselves i was surprised that the nsas movement was actually wow was beautiful I wish we can grow with that mentality. We can train our kids in that mentality. Because everybody came together during the NSAS protest. Like Ibo Yoruba, like, like it's, it was so beautiful. That's the most beautiful thing I've seen 
all my life since the day they gave it to me in this Nigeria. That's the best thing I've ever seen. I promise you, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Like the Muslims on Friday, they were doing their prayer and the Christians were watching their back like, wow, wow. That's like a round of applause, man. A round of applause. The first time, for the first time in Nigeria history, there was no such thing as tribalism. That's so beautiful. That was the first time I ever saw that. And I wish we can actually train our kids that way. They are tri- in Nigeria, there's, there's tribalism against men and women. Yeah? States and states. Religion and religion. Different things. Like everything has to do with you are discriminating against one thing. You're discriminating against one thing. Say, so, okay, is the Yoruba people that are Muslim, that are Muslims? Is the Igbo people that are Christians? Is Yoruba people that are this one? Is the Igbo people that are that one? It doesn't even make sense, and that's where our problem starts from: tribalism. If we can actually forget about it and just be happy and choose someone who is actually um, deserving of the seat. And one thing about um, presidency and sitting on the court seats is all about. It's not really about um, you are going to chop money, you are going to get money, we are going to serve you. You are the servant. You, the president, are the servant. You are there to serve us. You are there to serve us. In fact, the ministers and all of them that are there on the House of Rep and at the House of Senate, they are supposed to be receiving peanuts for salary. Our salaries are supposed to be higher than the ministers, than all those House of Rep people. It's supposed, naturally, that's how it is in every other country. They receive like peanuts and they are not complaining because they do it because that's a humanitarian service. But us, they get millions and billions. They know, but they are pretending. That's the annoying thing. Our president, all those people in high seats there, our leaders, they all know that they are leading us wrongly, but they are pretending not to know. After all, their kids are abroad. So why would they take their kids abroad if they don't know what they're doing? Most of them are based abroad. They know about all these things. They know about it, but they're just coming to pretend to us so that we're going to fall and think they don't know. Buari is acting all crazy and stupid, pretending like he doesn't know what he's doing, but actually does know what he's doing. He's aware of himself. He knows every damn thing he's doing. And that is mad and annoying. And we are even falling for it. Uh, you know Alsa people, Alsa people, there's how they are. There's how they are. How is Alsa people, please? They are human beings. There's no how they are. He, that man, that man sitting there, Rari, that is Fulani or whatever he is, he knows what he's doing. Besides, I don't even know Fulani is, is part of Nigeria. B. I don't even Fulani. I thought Fulani was their own country or their own tribe on their own. Next thing I heard is Fulani is in Sokoto Abi. Where I don't even know. So I wonder how someone from another country will come and rule. Well, I don't. I'll, I'll just check. I'll Google that and understand how Fulani is, is related to Nigeria. Or maybe Fulani is just a tribe in Nigeria. I'll Google that and I'll check up on it. I'll read more on Fulani and Nigeria. So I'll really understand. It's not as if if I read it, I'm going to change anything. Nothing is still going to change because nothing can change because of tribalism. If it's the fact that we know where our problem is from, the problem are from the leaders, it's, easier to, it's very easy to solve. If, it, is it, if we can actually pinpoint, okay, yeah, this is it. But we can't because there are several factors. One of them, tribalism. Another of them, the leaders. Another of them, we are still under colonialism. So we can never separate. 
tribalism stuff has led to there's only is it just only one seaport in nigeria and that's in lagos and lagosians are always bragging the yoruba people from lagos few not all of them do the few yoruba people from lagos they are always bragging that yes lagos is everything in fact Igbo people will go back to their land there's one thing i love fashola i really love fashola but there's one thing he did that was really annoying he sent evil people not even evil people he didn't even ask because he didn't ask where are you from all those people hawking and um selling stuff on the roadside he was he took all of them captured them and took them to onicha where he dropped them like he sent all his um police and whatever people to go and be collecting people selling things on the road and put them inside bus and take them to onicha where he was dumping them meaning what does that mean like that's the highest tribalism what does he mean by that that's the most stupid thing someone can ever do. That's the most stupid thing. Why are you ch- Are we not okay? Are we not one Nigeria? The one Nigeria everybody have been shouting. Are we not one Nigeria? So why are you taking them to Onicha? Is that Onicha not still Nigeria? Because you've already segregated. You've already said, okay, this Lagos is my own. It's for Yoruba people. You both carry your own. We are not one Nigeria again. Lagos is this one. Lagos is that one. No, and fix your Lagos and leave the people in Lagos to be there and do whatever they want to do. Some of them, he just took them with... Uh, it's just that that stuff he did was just... It, I laughed then, but it's not even funny. It's just stupid thing. And wickedness. The height of wickedness. Imagine taking an Aosa man to Onicha. What does he know? And he can't even speak English. Where will he start from? Just take him away from his family because you think anybody doing business has to be evil. And now take them back there. The problem is just discrimination. Each state are doing mind your business. Even if each state they are, they are actually saying, okay, everybody do your states well. It would even be better. At least Nigeria will be getting better gradually. But it's not like that. Inside that state, there's still another tribalism. So Lagosians are always bragging that, ah, oh, Lagos, some though. They're always bragging that Lagos is this, Lagos is heaven and earth, that that one, they have support, they have beautiful things, that Igbo people should come and carry their load and go. That's Igbo people that's going to lose if they leave Lagos. You see that tribalism stuff again and they now blocked all they blocked the seaports in Pohakot in all that in other places so that the only link through which things from abroad can enter nigeria is um apapa is lagos here he's in lagos so that the Igbo people will be stranded they will not be able to go on their own and separate you see that tribalism thing because you feel uh, if they're separate, they're going to do better than you. That's, uh, that's what the, um, those Western countries have used to deceive uh, uh, rubbish leaders here in Nigeria. That uh, if people separate, they're going to do better. Meanwhile, they're only saying that because they know that it's going to affect their market. It's going to affect their market here in Nigeria because that's what they use Nigeria for. So my advice for everybody in Nigeria for now, just use Nigeria for markets. Just use Nigeria and get, and get what you want to get. If you have business plan, my dear, come to boom. Like, come here, come to Lagos. Like, your business will over boom. We don't used to do lock, coronavirus lockdown here. Like, where everybody's free. Do whatever you want to do. No rules and regulation. No tax. Nothing. Like, nothing, nothing they shell No shaking. Come to Nigeria. Come to Lagos and do whatever your business you want to do. But to now say you want to come and base in Lagos, you want to come and live in Nigeria. You want to carry Nigeria matter on top of your head. You will just die and life will move on. Those people that died in NSAS, have they not died? Did life not move on? Did life not go on? Life is going on smoothly. 
people that had right future no one even cares about them the only good thing i see that came out from that entire protest was that they burnt down that that um they're supposed to even break it they're supposed to scatter it that two gates there and lucky and the funny thing is i was thinking oh they've bought it so no more toll fee right that the buses are going to be um cheaper buses were not even cheap like i remember going from um um um, um from salem salem bus stop after jacondi i said i remember going from there to um what do they call that place sandfield sandfield or whatever that um, oriental hotel side in in um vi if you're very familiar with the island so i remember going there and they charged me was it not 200 200 naira 200 naira naturally before that thing was 50 naira and i kept complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining but nothing was done other people were paying so i was like man what do i do now i'm already stuck here and this man didn't even say before i entered Another day again, I was going from that same Salem to um, CMS. I paid, was it not 350? No, the man charged 350. I refused to pay 350. I refused. I paid, I think I paid 250 or or lesser. And it was it was like a serious problem. What annoyed me in that bus was, sorry, I'm digressing. What annoyed me in that bus was, I actually paid the 250, I'd be 200 naira I had. With the hope that I know the price of this thing. I know the price of this thing. Only for another man in the bus. Take it that maybe I don't have the money. Now pay the money. I said, okay, take your money back. Don't pay for me. This is wrong. Why are we supporting wrong things in this country? Take your 150 back. This man has to collect this 200 naira. Because I've never heard that from um, this from wherever to CMS is 350. For what? The 200 naira when I paid for to sandfield is actually annoying how much more this like with your full chest you just want to fool me like that so that's just it they they burnt they burnt down the toll gate and whatever but the the bus fee are even higher than before even during the time of the protest ah no i suffered during that protest time i really suffered most times when work is over um it's either i take a bus or i take uber because my house is not so far from my office so from there i'll just go home and during this entire time, I came to take a bus. I didn't see bus. I said, okay, Uber. All the Uber, they all rejected. Like, I'll call them and they'll tell me, ah, no, where are you? Where are you? I'll tell them, okay, I'm a lucky phase one. Come now. They'll say, no, we're not reaching lucky phase one. Why? I say, um, you not see that there's, there's a great surge there. And that was it. Like, I had, I had to trek like this uh, with my leg. I trekked all the way home during this, this protest. Then the few days that there were available Ubers and, and um, buses, the price was times 100. From office at Mirati Way, we wanted to go to um, wanted to go to the toll gate to um, share out some stuff. Um, I think it was three five four thousand. I think I think it was four thousand naira. I can't remember because like I don't keep stock of those kind of things. And still, the man didn't even could not stop us there because on that day I went, there was like um, there was a coffee or something. We just had to just you know well, girl, just do your thing. Let's get out of here. Just drop us. Let's get out of here. 
so nigeria is a long way it's a very long way from getting better we need to start with us first stop complaining the leaders the leaders start with yourself stop the tribalism allow your daughters marry who they want to marry allow your sons eat whatever food he wants to eat don't tell him he's disgusting because he's eating pepper food or he's eating outside food or he's eating whatever allow people try out new things without having the thoughts of um tribalism in them the amalgamation stuff was wrong but we're already stuck here so we have to just learn to live with it and love each other and take each other as one like the answers taught us that we can do things together and we can work better together everybody came together uh, irrespective of tribe irrespective of difference irrespective of male or female like every protest ground was swept the food was provided um tents were provided mosquito nets toothbrush like people were even brushing their teeth on the road and they cleaned it like everything was provided it was a very peaceful and beautiful um protest still it ended in a very sad way Anyway, um, I think that's just what I want to rant about because I've, I've been, I'm tired of hearing that the problem of Nigeria is actually the government. The problem of Nigeria is actually we. We are actually the number one problem before you can now talk of the government or colonialism, the fact that we are still under colonialism and the oil boom and everything. So we should just try, try our best, try our best. It's going to be hard because this is how we've always been. But we should just, I don't know how, just try and stop being tribalistic allow people to do whatever they want to do stop forcing people to do whatever they don't want to do like we should we should not try and say we are training our children in that evil way allow your children to be free if you're an Igbo teacher and you have a yoruba student don't take preference and give the Igbo child more higher score than the yoruba one doesn't even make sense what does that mean like gone are those days like we're growing right we're learning new things new day so we need to just grow in our mentality and our attitude towards this whole racial stuff and tribalism stuff um so guys i think that's just what the point i want to state for now and that would be a bye-bye for me for now see i call you away some other time and thank you i really appreciate the fact that you're all always listening to my podcast and you're always leaving positive feedbacks and positive comments thank you so much you can also check out my podcast on youtube something to rant about with uju crescentia it's now on youtube and i'm so glad to have you guys always having my back always listening and always 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 um dropping your review thank you so much and for now it's a bye-bye to come your way some other time bye guys and i love you so much bye Mwah.